Hello and welcome to Murder on Her Mind. I'm Caitlin O'Malley and I'm your host of this podcast. Well, hello everybody. I hope you're doing well. Happy Thursday. Um, my apologies for not being able to release a podcast last week. Um, we all of a sudden, like, because I had released my podcast on the Friday last week and then um, Thursday night after I'd finished recording we had an announcement saying that we're going back to work and it was my birthday weekend and I was in Banff and I didn't come back to work until a Tuesday so it was just one big mess of a week and um so now I'm off today it's my Friday before I release this so um I just didn't get a chance and it was just all these things coming up and um, I'm also doing this course right now too so I um have been focusing on that last little bit and I just was like nope you know what next week a fresh start I can get it done then and figure it out but uh it's been nice being back at work um people are still nervous about coming down especially now with this new strain of COVID which is fair enough like people have like different priorities and they're not working downtown like they were before and all these things but it was still good to see my regulars um but yeah so that's kind of everything that was going on like that last week and uh, my course is going amazingly I really 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 enjoy it um I'm learning so much as well and it's just like so interesting and I'm really looking forward to actually you know practice what I'm learning you know and get to actually get out there and do it at some stage online or in class I'm preferably online at this moment in time but oh my gosh like it's funny because like obviously English is my first language but teaching it is a whole nother level I was like oh English yeah this will be fine you know blah 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 blah. um but yeah no it's uh quite intense so um I've just been focusing on that every single evening there's 10 units and um I think by tonight I should be on to unit six so I'm going quite fastly through it um but I enjoy it like I'm learning it and I it's nice to kind of put my head down and read and um kind of educate myself on a little bit but holy fuck it's hard (laughs) like when you have to like learn about um just all that like how to actually pronunciate like um verbs and nouns and there's this chart you have to refer to and everyone probably knows what i'm talking about if you teach english already um but uh, and the english course that i'm taking is teaching like esl so um it's people who for it's for people who um don't speak english as their first language which i'm really excited about because then that might give me the opportunity to travel as well the only countries it's not um certified in is actually ireland canada and uh, malta and there was a fourth one and i can't remember what the fourth one was and you just have a different certificate to teach in those countries which is fair enough and i was like that's great because i've lived in both those countries so i wouldn't want to go there anyways (laughs) but um yeah so that is kind of what i was doing and then a little bit of a change of pace and something kind of random um i went in for an interview or didn't go in but i had an interview today to work in a special needs school here in calgary for the next six months before i moved to the uk um and it kind of just arose as i was taking this class or this course my mom had my mom works at the same school and um, my uh, my really good friend and my mom's really good friend works there so i know a few people that work there 
and I just was like, yeah, you know what? When these things are kind of being sent my way and they're landing on my lap like that, I try to pay attention and um, take note of it. So um, yeah, I went for an interview today and I think it went really well. Um, I'm really excited about it and it just seems like a good opportunity and it's nothing that I've lost interest in my current job. Um, I just love change and I love a change of pace and I'm just always broaden my horizons and have different experiences and um, you know when I go to the UK it's something that can be on my resume now, resume now that I didn't currently have so um, yeah it'll be interesting to do and um, you know they were like my on my resume it was like oh fiddle teaching and I was like a, like a counselor at a camp for kids from deprived homes and stuff so um they were like asked me tons and tons about that and I was like oh my god that was so long ago I was like I've been an esthetician waxing coochies and brows and painting nails for so long I was like god here we go so um but it's just nice it was it felt good to kind of go out there again and have an interview and be put in that position I was so nervous at first and like especially because it was over zoom it's just like the anticipation of the zoom call even starting i was like sitting there like oh my god when is it gonna start when is it gonna start and then literally as soon as i pick up the phone like i'm just like golden like it was fine um so i had that going on and you know what i'm not gonna be upset if i don't get it um i already talked to my boss at my work being like just a heads up i put you down as reference because I just wanted to have like I wanted to communicate that and put it out there to my boss that I was um you know going in for this interview and I didn't want to just kind of go behind her back and uh, or or their back as a team and I, of course too I put it down as a reference and everything so um I didn't want to just getting a phone call of being like hi uh, what do you guys think of uh Caitlin O'Malley and then her being like this bitch <laughs> so um, and yeah it was great and we communicated that and um just discussed it and of course my work is 100 on board and supportive guys when i tell you butter beauty parlor and head candy salon in downtown calgary alberta canada is the best company to work for the most supportive bosses and team members you could possibly have um and if i end up getting this job i will ball my eyes out saying goodbye to everyone because they just mean a lot to me and i've learned so much um from them like work-wise but also like personality-wise and mental health-wise as, as well they're just so supportive and my, even my co-workers are just like amazing people who i get to work alongside and we have our such a good friendship and the laughs we have in our back room and the stuff we get to talk about and you know when you hear about oh yeah like 10 or 11 females all working together in one space um it doesn't sound very heavenly especially because like we're all quite young too and to be honest it's been amazing and now we're only we're down to eight um just like due to covid and people just choosing different careers and stuff um you know it's even better it's just like so tightly knit and just it's great so um yeah i just thought i would share that with you guys because i think that's pretty exciting and pretty different and then i'm trying to think what else has been going on i 
haven't been up to much since I talked to you guys last. I, I've been still watching 16 and Pregnant, bawling my eyes out every single time. And then my parents and I and my sister, she is the thing that was going around on TikTok of my 1,000 pound life and my sister's been putting it on and me mom and dad and mia are just obsessed with it it's so good and the two girls are so funny and essentially like they both weigh over 500 pounds and have to get like surgery and it's just there it's just a documentary on their life on how to like when they were like losing the weight and to get the surgery and they're just so so funny um i think they're in was it texas or i can't remember where it was fuck i can't remember but they're in the southern states and they're just two funny little southern girls well not so little but who am i to judge but they're it's gas and it's all on youtube so you should definitely check it out it will give you a laugh and they have this dog that's tiny be blown away by the wind and it's called a uh, little bit which i think is so funny and they did that on purpose because they know like themselves that they're like bigger girls and um i just love that they came up with that and they can have like a sense of humor about it too um and for people who don't know me like i'm no skinny mini myself and it doesn't matter what you are how you look or whatever but um it's just i find it really interesting when these people put themselves out and these vulnerable positions to go on these shows and um fair play to them you know but uh yeah so that's kind of like all i've been watching and i've been like going home and studying and for like two hours every single night like i come home usually around seven study till nine give myself like that hour of self-care like washing my face getting ready for bed and then watching tv and passing out by like 10 30 so that's kind of just been my regime this week uh, my sister my 17 year old sister mia hello shout out to you you little shit she passed her driver's test so um she's so emotional so my dad was there with her when she passed it so now she can drive on the road by herself which is insane so she's got her license before me or my brother got our licenses so she's the youngest person in the family to ever gotten her license which is insane uh calgary drivers beware um but uh she came out and she's like bawling crying like she's such an emotional person so funny and then the other day she came home this is what makes me laugh she came home and like her driving instructor i think is ukrainian so he's like quite stern which you should be used to having an irish father but she came home and um she's like oh. and i'm like what's wrong me and me and chris are just like looking at her and she's like he keeps calling me maya and my name's mia <laughs> she's just bawling her eyes out and i was like is that really why you're crying she goes no he said that i'm probably not gonna pass my test and that i'm a bad driver that i shouldn't be allowed on the road and this is her second last driving test or driving lesson before her actual one which was today and i was like jesus christ this is not good so that night i like took her out for a lesson and um chris took her out like every single night of the week this week so fair play to her she passed she worked hard for it but mia is literally one of the most emotional person that i've one of the most emotional persons that i've ever meet, met so oh my god why can't i speak i literally just said three things wrong there maybe because i'm having a glass of wine while i'm recording this i've got a tongue twister but yeah so fair play 
good job i'm proud of you um so yeah i think that's all the updates that i have tonight um we're gonna have some dinner uh and then hang out with my brother kyle watch a movie he loves scary movies he calls them wiki boobies I'm like, okay, Kyle, let's watch some wiki boobies tonight and we'll probably go in the hot tub and just be chill. So our restrictions have somewhat lifted. You can have a gathering of out, uh, outside of 10 people, but still think I'm gonna lay low. Like I don't even wanna risk honestly getting a cold right now at work and having to isolate and shit. So, um, but not even isolate, but just take time off work just to get tested and it might end up being a cold. Anyways, homies, let's move on. Excuse me. I think we're on episode 28 now. I can't believe it. So good. Time is moving on so fast. But anyways, here we go. Enjoy. Oh, and please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, share it to your friends. Um, I had one girl reply to my story or my podcast and she was like, she's like, oh my God. She's like, I actually did what you said. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to wing it and talk to a a cashier. And this girl just lives in like somewhere on like Eastern Canada and uh she was like yeah and i talked to her and i just said hey like i have a really good podcast and it's like one of her local shops and um i think she's actually from i think she said new brunswick um which is like super east coast canada but yeah just so funny and i'm like yes i'm like do it up i'm like why not like i i talk the hind legs off a stranger that's my problem but anyways enjoy listening and goodbye okay so today i am going to be doing the parker hume case or the parker hume murders um so this story i think is quite crazy um i just kind of came across it um i just kind of wanted to look up something different because i don't think i've done a murder yet out of new zealand i've only done australia so i've done lots of different countries but close to new zealand um so Let's uh, get started. Yes, you're welcome. Um, this is actually a singing true crime story or a podcast where I sing to you the murder. Takes place in Chris or <laughs> and this is why I don't do that. <laughs> okay. Anyways, I'm getting too comfortable here. This is not good. I'm gonna lose listeners. I've probably made your ears bleed now. So, this story takes place in Christchurch, New Zealand in the 1950s. Um, so, at the time, New Zealand had only a population of 2 million people. So, you can imagine when they hear this case, it just shocks the nation. So, Pauline Parker was born on the 26th of May, 1938, and was the second daughter in the family. At the age of five, she was hospitalized with crippling bone marrow infection. So she survived, but she suffered terrible, terrible pains in her body, um, which prevented her from, you know, kind of living her life physically. So she missed out on a lot of physical activities in school and uh, with her friends and stuff. So instead, she decided to take an up an interest. Sorry, she decided to take up an interest in um art writing and sculpting which i'm like that sounds like a very nice relaxing life actually i always see on tiktok these people sculpting and i'm like hmm that looks like something i would enjoy 
just looks fun to touch too. Um, so Pauline and her older sister Wendy spent some time at the East Belt Methodist Church in Christchurch, which organized like ashings and holidays and all these things. So, um, she came from like quite a religious family, so her parents always sent her there. So, moving on then to Juliet Hume, and you're probably wondering, like, where on earth am I going with this? So, Juliet Hume was born on the 29th of October 1938 in London, sorry, in a London suburb of uh, uh, Black Blackheath, sorry, in the UK, and was the daughter of a physicist. So, he worked at the university. Um... At a young age, she developed tuberculosis, and so with tuberculosis, I know like we've all heard of it, but I just thought I would like list out like a few like the symptoms of it because honestly, it does not sound like a fun time. So like you can have symptoms like coughing up blood, hard time breathing, uh, extreme like weight loss, fever, sweats, chills. Um, so it just sounds like a no bueno kind of situation. And to be honest, like I'm not a doctor, so I just like Google that stuff, you know. Um, I'm actually a Google doctor, so I like Google things, and I self-diagnose, and I also diagnose others. So yeah, if you have TB, come and talk to me, and I will write you a pretend prescription with a sticky note and a smiley face, and then you won't feel better because I don't know what I'm talking about, and I'm rambling right now, making no sense. Okay, here we go, out of character, let's go. (laughs) um so she spends a lot she spends a lot of the time in the hospital at a young age which i mean i've never personally experienced that but my brother kyle has like he nearly spent the first few years of his life just in hospital and then after that in and out of hospital a million times because of eczema and asthma and um the poor kid like his eczema used to be so bad that he would like get stuck to the bed sheets and just the dampness in Ireland just tore him apart, which is why I moved to Spain. And, you know, the um, the hot weather really, really helped him in the salt water and the ocean and stuff. So that brings me to my next part. Um, she eventually was sent to live in South Africa and the Caribbean in hopes that the sun and heat would help her skin. Uh, or sorry, not her skin, her body. And you know what? It does help. I swear um it is amazing what the sun and the heat can do for you my acne goes away i just feel like a beautiful tanned goddess it's great yeah i'm irish i do get tanned so shut your mouth i'm not your regular irish person where they're pale pasty white ghosts i get tanned okay all right understood <laughs> my the most time i've ever been since i lived in canada because our, our summers get really hot here but i learned from my dermatologist that um the type of sun that we get here the way it radiates on the um in the atmosphere you don't actually get all the vitamins from the sun that actually makes you tan and it's actually quite deadly it gives you all the uv rays which do not tan you um and i know you're thinking of like a tanning bed and like oh yeah but that's uv rays different it's completely different so um some people do tan but it t- it's it takes a lot longer so for instance if like you're like naturally tan person you'll probably tan here quite fast but if you went to cuba you would probably tan instantly after being a day out in the sun whereas here it takes a lot longer like my boyfriend gets so so tan like he is like greek almost glowy skin 
even though he's got German in his blood. Who knows? It's science. Whatever. As Jesus says, we're all brothers and sisters. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about today. Um, but yeah, so it does work and it does help. I love the skin. Or I love the sun for my skin. Um, so her family eventually moved to Christ Christchurch, New Zealand, when he was offered a really good job. Um, he was basically promoted to a university college there in New Zealand or in Christchurch. Um, so, anyways, Pauline and Juliet both met when they were when they attended the Christchurch All Girls High School. They soon became BFFs, and they were pretty inseparable. Um, they both had crazy imaginations, which I can relate to. I love the imagination that I have, but I also hate it. My imagination always gets the better of me, especially in the dark. That's why I'm afraid of it. Cause I'm like, just the imagination of a five year old. Um, and they together created a fantasy world. Um, so in creating this insane, and they would also like create like just like insane stories, um, and being rich and famous. I mean, who doesn't want that? um and being like an actress in hollywood and moved to america where all the big lights and the movie stars are and all those jazzy things and they would rename themselves gina and deborah now you have no idea how bad i wanted them to say patricia and deborah because patricia is my alter ego stole it from split it just suits me so much split the movie have you haven't seen it go see it and deborah is my friend katie's alter ego i have met deb a few times fantastic woman she'll fight you for your shoes and kill you for your shoelaces though so be careful and patricia is right there beside her patricia might even be a little bit worse she actually is worse um deb is a little saint at times but will fight you for your shoes and if you're from ireland you would know that quote from the hardy bucks i'll fight you for your shoes and kill you for your shoelaces uh, so both families were initially pleased with the girl's friendship because of both just having like a rough childhood growing up of just being sickness or sick with, um, you know, which is out of their control and everything. Um, but as the girls became more and more inseparable, the parents of the girls started to become more and more concerned. Like these girls were just joined to the hip, just crazy. So during their fantasy stories... I just realized, oh my god, I thought I wasn't recording for a second. <laughs> and I was like, did I just tell basically half this story? Um, so during their fantasy stories, they actually decided to create their own religion. You know, as you do. Um, I believe they were like in their early teens uh, when they were talking about their uh, little stint here. But um, yeah, so they decided to create their own religion is always a good sign you know to the young girls creating their own religion and started to believe in their own um saints that they had created they also created a parallel dimension um called the fourth world um and it was essentially their version of heaven the fourth world was a place where they could feel power and safe and you know i guess use their magic powers of Deborah and Diane, or what was De- what was the girl's name? Deborah and Gina, fucking Gina. I actually really like that, like that name. Oh hi, Gina. You're probably listening to this. Actually, such a sidebar, but Gina told me a really funny story one time, where she thought 
I was really, really high filming a podcast, and it turns out when she looked, when her daughter like looked at the phone, that the podcast was just on um, on on Apple Podcast. You can put the speed down to I think it's like point one or zero point one or something, which makes you sound like this. And then she got it up to normal speed. And I've actually done that before. And I've actually accidentally put it on high speed. And I was like, why is Georgia and Karen like literally talking so fast? I can't even hear them. Um, so yeah. And I was like killing myself laughing. And she was like, I thought you were stoned. She was like, I was so confused. And I was like, that's fucking hilarious. I was like, nope, definitely haven't done that before. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, so yeah, they, uh, their plan was eventually then to uh, head off to the U.S. or America, as we all call it, outside of Canada. I remember when I first lived in Canada and one of my coworkers was like, Caitlin, you need to stop calling America, like the U.S. America. And I was like, but that's what it's called. And she was like, no, like Canada is technically America. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, Canada is Canada. America is America what are you saying and then I realized what she was talking about was the continent I was like uh, oh my god yeah okay but I still call it America I find it so hard not to call it that um so yeah and then once you move there go to Hollywood and become movies or movie stars as my brother would call it so Juliet ended up in hospital yet again and the families were relieved that the girls would at least have some time apart but when um Juliet came out of hospital their friendship resumed if not even stronger than it was before with it was much more intense so pauline pauline's parents became extremely concerned about her dependency on juliet so they took her to see a psychiatrist and julie's parents felt the same way um if not more concerned but decided just to discuss it with some medical friends that they had and they advised that julie shouldn't have a psychoanalysis um at such a young age because it could fuck her up even more which i'm like mm, it sounds like we've already missed that boat my friends sorry so in 1954 um it was discovered that juliet's mom was actually having an affair with the lodger that they lived with um and the father of Juliet he decided they should all move back to England as a family um and then they also thought it would be an even better idea for Juliet to move in with the family members that they had down South Africa that she was living with prior um because they just thought that you know her lungs just couldn't take the um UK weather in the winter time now I'm telling you right now the weather back home in the winter time, it is ten times worse than the weather here. Like it, I just have such a lisp there. Um, it is ten times worse worse than the let. Oh my, <laughs> am I having like a stroke? What is wrong with me? Um, it's just worse. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. It is so awful. Like here, we have sunshine all the time. Calgary gets three hundred like fifty days of sunshine. Ireland doesn't even get half of that. Nothing like nothing compared to that. And it rains and rains and rains. It is so bone-chilling cold. Like, I know that's what it's like on the east coast of Canada and a little bit on the west coast of Canada. But they don't even get, like, like freezing minus temperatures on the west coast. It's just, like, rainy. But holy shit. 
It is freezing. Freezing, freezing cold. Even in the summertime, I find it so cold. But it is the most beautiful place on this earth when the weather is nice there. I still find the weather here so much better, even though I can get to, like, minus 40 in the winter. It's just so hard to, like, um, explain. But we're very lucky to have the sunshine that we do have here. And our winter currently has been fucking amazing. I put up a story the other day, and my friend was like, oh, my God, like, isn't that snow on the ground? And I was like, because on my caption, I was like, oh, like, this weather has been so amazing. Like, we're so blessed to have this weather in January. And she's like, isn't that snow on the ground? And I was like, yeah, but it doesn't snow all the time, okay? I'm like, it snows, like, a little bit of time. I might have actually explained that already in my last podcast. Oh, who knows? So, moving on. God, I'm getting so sidetracked today. I, you guys are probably just like, fucking just tell the story and shut up. Um, so, they wanted her to move to South Africa with these family members they knew. Um, and the girls begged to go together. But, I mean, unsurprisingly, the parents said no. And, uh, well, that didn't go so well. And, uh, you know what? Like, one are they thinking, like, yeah, like, you know, mom and dad already think we're crazy hanging out together. Maybe they'll let us move to another country together halfway across the world. So then they came up with the idea to kill Pauline's mother and uh, then, you know, move over to the States, publish the writing and run off to Hollywood and work in the writing industry. And then Pauline's mum, she was actually called Aurora Pauline Parker. And uh, Andrea told Pauline no to the idea and that Pauline and Juliet started to plan the murder then right after her mother had said no. So moving on to the murder, the good, the good stuff. So, um, on the afternoon, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, um, on the afternoon of June 22nd, 1954, uh, Honora had gone for a walk in Victoria Park in Christchurch, New Zealand with her daughter, Paulina and Paulina's best friend, Juliet. So approximately 130 meters, 430 feet down the path in a wooded area of the, the park near a small wooded bridge, Hume and Parker bludgeoned um their mother to or pauline's mother to death and um half a brick was enclosed in the stocking and they're just like whacking it across her head after committing the murder which they had planned together the two girls fled covered in blood blood back to the tea kiosk where the three of them had eaten minutes before um where they met where they were met by angus and kenneth ritchie the owners of the tea shop whom told nora had fallen and hit her head um, the body of Honora was discovered in Victoria Park by Richie, um, and the major lacerations were found on her head, neck, and face, with minor injuries to her fingers. Police soon discovered that the murder weapon nearby in the woods, and the girl's uh, story of how she had fallen and hit her head um, quickly fell apart. So, like, what a wicked, two little wicked witches god almighty you would have been better off running off to the states so um prior to their trial pauline and had been known as sorry pauline parker had been known as pauline reaper and her mora her mother Hanora reaper had been living with her father herbert reaper but during the investigations it was released that they were not in fact married thus the trial both Hanora and pauline were referred to as the same surname as parker so then it just that's why the case is called the Parker murders or the Hume murders. The trial was essential affair or sensational affair uh, with the speculation about their p- 
possible lesbian lesbianism and insanity oh what a hot topic for them two women kissing my god what a wild world in the 1954 it was that is me being extremely sarcastic um the girls were convicted by the 28th of august 1954 and as they were too young to be considered for the death penalty um each spent five years in prison just just five years you know conjoined 10 years of uh killing and bludgeoning a woman um some sources say they were released on condition that they were never to contact each other again but sam sam barnett uh the secretary for justice told journalists that uh, there was no such condition hume's release was unconditional and she immediately rejoined her family in italy uh, while parker was placed in a six-month parole in new zealand which after she left the country less than four months later the murder was taken as a strong evidence of moral decline by the special committee of moral delinquency in the children's adolescence in which became known as the okay ready mazengrab report named after its chair ozzy mazengrab so following the release from prison, Polly and Parker was given the new identity of Hillary Nathan. Unfortunately, not Deborah or uh, Gina. That's just she probably begged for it, and they were just like, "No, bitch." Um. So they had spent some time in New Zealand under close surveillance, surveillance, um, before being allowed to leave for England. Beginning in 1997, she was living in a small village of Who near Strood in Kent. Um, and running a children's writing school. The fact that she works with children after fucking murdering her mother. Like, how? How? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? You got talking and you're like, oh, like, what, did you, what happened to your mom? Like, what do you do? Or where are you from? Oh, well, actually, in my younger years, I was uh, put in jail for murdering my mother. Uh, putting a brick in a sock and whacking her over the head multiple multiple times but you know i've changed now and i can actually work with children and ride horses and it's a uh, yes i'm a quite a successful woman that's fucked as an out as an adult she became a devout catholic uh while she was never spoken to the fr- press in 1996 statements released through her sister she expressed strong remorse of having killed her mother which is kind of sad um her sister further stated that pauline commissioned the most terrible crime and spent 40 years repaying by keeping away from the people doing her own little thing after it had happened she was very sorry about it and took her about five years of the release to realize sorry what she had done after release from present from prison uh juliet hume spent her time in england and the u.s uh, after settling in england becoming a successful ex- which I think is so funny, historical detective and novelist uh, under her new name, Anne Perry. Uh, she has uh, then been changed or changed, converted to Mormonism in 1968. Okay, well, that's interesting. Until 1994, it was not well known that Perry was Hume. In March 2006, Hume Perry stated that while her relationship with Pauline Parker was obsessive, they were not lesbians. Lies. Lies. Um, so that is the story of the Hume murders. Uh, or Parker murders. I thought that was quite like an interesting story. And I wish I could, you know, look and see. I'm going to try and just quickly scope through here and see 
if I could check out like how old they actually were but um no it only it only states like their current age I wish it would have shown how old they were reading or when they actually murdered them but I'm guessing they were um only young little little chickens but anyways that is the story of those crazy ladies um i hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast it's not as long i tried to sh- cut down my intro i feel like i talked too much during my first part of the intro but uh yeah i hope you enjoyed and please don't forget to rate review subscribe i appreciate my listeners keep just keep going up and up and up which is great i'm almost at over three thousand um listens now so that's really good but uh yeah Enjoy and happy listening. Bye-bye.